When they first heard about this thing, it was crew expendable. The next time they sent in Marines, they were expendable too. What makes you think they're gonna care about a bunch of lifers who found God at the ass end of space? You really think they're gonna let you interfere with their plans for this thing? They think we're... we're crud. And they don't give a fuck about one friend of yours that's... that's died. Not one. I ain't much for begging. Nobody ever gave me nothing. So I say, fuck that thing. Let's fight it. Fuck it. Let's go for it. You're listening to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga Podcast. Welcome to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Prater, and I'm joined by my co-host. Patrick Green, who jinxed the weather yesterday. Let me just, uh, as, as I'm getting into the habit of giving live weather updates on every single episode we do, you know, I thought it was finally warm, and now it's been freezing and cold for uh, a day, and the forecast looks bad on the East Coast. So I apologize for jinxing it, everybody. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I've got, uh, it's a beautiful day here in California, as it always is, uh, but it's going to be warm. It's going to be in the 90s the next few days, so that's scorching for although it's dry heat so you know yeah it's 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 a dry heat yeah it's not it's not a dry heat over here i'll tell you that (laughs) Uh, so uh well we're here to talk about some pretty exciting stuff it is as you probably are well aware the month of the year every year where things of perfect organism go absolutely crazy if you're joining us from shoulder of orion batshit crazy the batman batshit crazy uh our shoulder of Orion listeners know we're taking a few weeks off from that show. So if you're tuning in here instead of there, welcome to perfect organism. Uh, for those of you who are always tuning into PO. Uh, yeah. Like the reason we're taking that time off from shoulder of Orion is we got a lot going on and it is moving quickly. And uh, I can say personally, I'm very excited about it. I am too. I mean, alien days, a, a big day for us. It's a big day for fandom. There's a lot happening uh, with the IP. There's been a lot of announcements, and we have a lot in store, so I'm excited to see where it all goes. Yeah, you want to start with a little rundown? I got my list. Yeah, so yeah. the big one for us this Alien Day is, of course, our audio drama, Alien Abandoned, which I started writing a week after Alien Day last year. <laughs> Patrick was like, Jamie, what are you doing? Just give five it two weeks. Five days. Five <laughs> days, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes. Um, but it was exciting, and but I have really been working, or we have really been working on that for about a year, a good solid year in terms of writing, casting, and putting it all together. We're in the final stages, which is when Patrick comes in and does his magic and scores it. Um, so this is something that I'm really excited about. I really love this story. I really hope our listeners love this story. It's probably, I don't know, I feel like it's the best thing that we've done so far. About it. And I feel like that every year. Last year, I didn't write this the drama. I adapted it from... Uh, a story that our friend Connor Murdoch wrote. It was great. It went over really well. It was something that I really enjoyed putting together. But this year, this is something I kind of returned to me writing and at directing this audio drama called Alien Abandoned. So I'm really excited. There's a lot of me in this when I write, which typically there always is. 
and uh, it's a, a good solid hour the soundtrack will also be available for purchase uh, the sound design in this I'm really really proud of Patrick and I worked really closely on this to get this textural amazing kind of ambient thrilling sound for this show so there's a lot yeah, of it's it's really cool it's in some ways going to harken back to if those of you who remember uh, when I first came aboard this podcast five years ago, we did our first ever audio drama on the show, which was called Alien Proximity. Yes. And that was a little similar to this in that it was a very contained story with a, a, a very you know constrained cast of characters who are going through a very specific situation. Similar to that, you know, last last year was was awesome, but it was a much larger palette, right? There were as a cast of thousands in terms of the sound design. It was about a whole city, right? This is again, it's a return to a smaller story with larger implications. Mm -hmm. It's very psychological, and the audio, like Jamie's saying, is a huge part of it. Jamie has really upped his game with the design. The actors are absolutely amazing, and uh, the, it's a very immersive environment. And you know, part of putting that environment together. Jamie knows what I'm doing because I have a violin bow in my hand. Has been coming up with interesting. One of his kids is spanking. <laughs> Very musical. How dare you movie. see a G-rated film? Come here. <laughs> yeah, There's no blood in that shit. movie. <laughs> uh, the kids do like their violence. Let me tell you. But uh, yeah, luckily not inflicted by their family members. Um, but in terms of uh, the the soundtrack for this, you know, we've been uh, experimenting with a lot of really cool sounds, and one of those sounds that you're going to hear is uh, derived from the water phone, which is a really cool instrument that's uh, less than a half century old. And it's basically this metal tub with steel tines that are welded to it. And uh, you play it like you would play a stringed instrument and it produces some really cool sounds. So to give you a little taste of what this sounds like, uh, we're gonna play just a little snippet of some of the alien planetary sounds that you're going to be hearing, which were produced using only this with some digital stuff and one of their instruments. about what you can expect and, and like years past the soundtrack will be available if you want an isolated musical experience of this thing too it's going to be on Bandcamp for whatever you want to pay as a donation uh thank you to those of you who have supported us via that in the past you know every year I, we do these audio dramas and we put the soundtrack up and i'm sort of like keeping my expectations in check but people you know we get dozens of people who buy it every year and, and that goes right to our paypal and provides you know opportunities to pay actors to do this and to, to do other projects too, including live events, which we're still hoping to get back around to at some point. So yeah. thank you, everybody. Again, Patreon really made it possible for us to pay our actors this time around, which is something we've never done before. And I felt it was really important to do this. It's a cast of three people and it required a lot of acting and a lot of time. It's a simpler story this time around, but in my opinion, and I'm sure Patrick agrees, it feels a little bit more alien, not that the larger stories don't, but I really love the intimate setting. And I really wanted to tell a story that pushed the mythos a little bit, that pushed kind of what we know about alien just a little bit more and to not make things as recognizable. Um, because oftentimes with audio dramas, certainly fan audio dramas, which is what this is. I mean, I wish it was official, but it isn't. The best thing that I know how to do is not recreate what I've heard before, not recreate what I've done before, which includes not using sounds that are wholly familiar, using different sounds that aren't the sounds of the Nostromo. 
for this audio drama for me to really stand out it needs to be its own thing not as attached to the world of alien and certainly there are things from the alien series that you'll hear wayland yutani um things here and there but i really wanted to make it audibly something different so few people like oh i've heard that before oh look it's this the sound from the nostromo we've done that before i've done that before i don't want to i didn't want to do that approaching this i really wanted to make this thing like a movie that you're listening to so i'm hopeful and excited to share this with everyone and to get everyone's feedback once it's out yeah alien abandoned ladies and gentlemen drops april 26th yeah pause for one moment um, your pop filter, I think, got pushed closer to the mic. There, yeah, there you go. Because um, a couple times in there, it was it was popping. But okay. that, that should that should be good. Okay. All right, so keep moving on. <clears throat> so, uh, of course, as as you all know, listening to this, we are coming up on the 25th anniversary of Alien Three releasing, and because we love that film so much, and because we have so much to say about it, and so much to to uh, discuss about it, we we have a lot of really cool Alien Three specific content coming out this year. One of which, which I'm very excited to get, I've only seen snippets of it, and he's been very careful about what he's revealed and what he's not revealed, but our friend Michael Scudieri, who's been on this show before, he's a great artist, really cool guy, very deep fan. He's done a lot of artwork for us in other contexts in the past, and this year, again, thank you to our patrons who helped to you know, foot the commission bill for this. He's doing an original Alien 3-inspired art piece for a t-shirt, which will be hearkening back to Giger's unused creature design, which was something that I was very excited to hear, and, uh, and it just... it. I've already, from what I've seen, I, I, I'm going to get probably 10 of these shirts in various colors. I'm real excited about this me one. Me too. Me too. This time around, usually when we contract or commission Scudieri, he shows us what he's doing pretty regularly. We've only seen a snippet of it. And what we've seen, I've you know, we've both loved. But I haven't seen anything since. And so I'm as excited as everyone else to see what we're going to get. Alien 3 is, of course, my favorite what we did see is really amazing and incorporates the themes of the film and the characters, of course, Ripley and a couple other characters from the film and this really wonderful design. So this will be certainly available as a T-shirt, but as a poster if you want it, on a mug if you want it, on a sticker if you want it. And I think it might be one of the best designs we've, we've released. And last year's design was great by my then housemate, Blake Beckman. I thought it was fantastic. But this year, I think it's going to even be better. Yeah, last year's T-shirt was a game changer for us in that we always offer, you know, commemorative Alien Day shirts, and they sell a little bit. But I, I had a feeling last year's was going to be a hit, and indeed it was. Many of you bought that shirt, and it was freaking great. You can still get that, by the way, in multiple color forms. If you go to our, you know, website, you can get it through T Public and get it through a few places. But uh, but this year's shirt, pick it up. It is a wonderful opportunity to you know, celebrate Alien 3's legacy, to celebrate Alien Day. And also, if you get it within two days of us putting it up, usually it's a it's for like half price. They do it like a $13 promotional thing. So we will be offering that yes. as well. So if you get it on Alien Day, you'll be getting it for like half of what it typically costs, which is pretty cool. Um, we also have some episodes dropping that day. The first of which that I want to talk about is one that we recorded last week, actually a week ago today as we record this, which was Jamie's birthday. He turned 22 years old, ladies and gentlemen, a really yes. big day in his. He started this podcast as a 16-year-old, which is pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh, but we talked to Sarah Welch Larson last week, and it was one of the best episodes we've done in a long time. Sarah uh, is the author of this very new uh, alien and philosophy book called Becoming Alien. 
And we just loved it. It's this feminist theological exploration of some of the very deep themes that run throughout the entire series. And by entire series, I really mean all six canonical films with just as much treatment given to the prequels as to the original trilogy. And even some interesting things about things like Alien Resurrection, which feel on their face to be pretty non-philosophical. She finds very interesting things to talk about. So uh, we were able to connect with her, thanks to Christian for getting us in touch. And she came on and was just an, an absolute dream guest. And I, I really sincerely hope that we get her back on again soon because she was great. Yes, that was a really great episode. It just spoke to me in the language that I speak, as you very well know. Um, it was just a really in-depth, cathartic conversation. A real true deep dive into these films. I mean, we do that in general, but this was even a step further through a, a lens of someone that we don't really know and interpreted in a way that we don't typically interpret things. I mean, certainly we come at it with our own experiences and then we iterate verbally what those experiences are. But Sarah's experiences really inspired me um, and it really caused me to rethink how I think about movies like Alien Covenant um, that I have historically have a problem with. And she found things in there and I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, that's interesting. So I'm excited to release that interview to the world. I think it's going to be great. Um, the next thing that we have coming up as well is our commentary for the assembly cut of Alien 3, which is something that I don't typically watch very often. I know you've seen it. I've seen it a couple of times. But I think it would be it's a great way to watch the film again together as friends and talk about new scenes that, you know, even though they're not new, they're, they're still somewhat new for us because it's not something that we watch. The theatrical cut for you, as for me, is our favorite. It seems to be tighter and it, and it works better. But there are things that don't make some sense in the theatrical cut, but that do make better sense in the assembly. So that's going to be two hours of Patrick and I sitting down together, watching this film via Zoom and talking about what we're seeing and our love for this amazing film in its 30th anniversary year. Did I say, what? did I give the wrong anniversary earlier? No, 25th. Remember. It is the 25th anniversary. It's the 30th of it's Alien 30th 3. Anniversary? What fucking year is it? Oh, 2022. You're right. I said 25th earlier. <laughs> you in the got episode. something in your eye? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I have no idea what time it is or what year it is for that matter. Right. So for the 30th, thank you, anniversary of Alien 3, that I'm very, very excited about. The commentary episodes are always a ton of fun. We've done one for all of the last, I think, four Alien days, including some shit show commentaries, which we probably should talk about figuring that out this time, but we'll we'll get to that. Alien Resurrection. On our own time. Maybe do an Alien Resurrection shit show. Uh, yeah, that's just great. And, you know, again, the way that this works is we record just a separate audio track so that if you're watching the movie, you can play it, you know, through your headphones while you're watching it and just keep the sound of the film down a little bit. Uh, you know, but it's sort of a it's a shake and bake operation. So it's you know pretty easy. But I'm really excited about it. The assembly cut, similarly for me, uh, as you mentioned, is not my definitive Alien 3 cut, but it's one that I've always found really fascinating. Mm hmm. I think we get some different angles on scenes that we know really well from the theatrical. Uh, and we get some pretty big story changes that have interesting things to say philosophically about the movie and about Ripley's journey and about the, uh, the, the really poignant nihilistic heart of that film, which I think ultimately isn't as nihilistic as we think it is going into it. 
Um, another kind of keeping this train rolling with Alien Three stuff. Another thing we're doing is recording tonight, as I record this with you, we're recording an Alien Three roundtable kickoff episode to celebrate the fact that we are entering the 30th anniversary, and also to uh, you know sort of talk about where Alien Three sits with us now versus where it did. I mean, remember Alien Three was the first ever extended series that we did with Perfect Organism. Mm-hmm. It's only a few months after I came on in 2017. So that was- for over almost four years ago, just about. Yeah. Because it was a year after, right? Or no. Yeah, it was, it so was five years ago. Over four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Look who's getting the years right now, Mr. Prater. <laughs> it's my eye. It's the We're cancer. celebrating the, the 55th anniversary of Alien 3. No, uh, so we, uh, as, as I was saying, that was the first time we ever really tried this and we loved it. It's called In Defense of Alien 3. If you haven't listened to that series, go back and check it out. So we're revisiting that series now with some new content for its anniversary. And, uh, and I'm, I'm excited for this kickoff roundtable tonight. Yes, I am too. Uh, as you know, and I know, Alien 3 is my bread and butter. Honestly, we don't talk about it enough. We've been talking about aliens for a long time, and rightly so in some ways, because last year was the 35th anniversary of Aliens. And uh, it's dominated a lot of our discussion. Certainly, we've gone off and had you know, different conversations about different topics here and there. But Aliens has really been our mainstay for a while. And I'm ready to really dive back into Alien 3, not so much in defense this time, but really into what that movie means. Even before we actually get into the movie, what is what is it about this movie? Is it... and And just the idea that Alien 3 isn't this celebratory, oh my God, yeah, movie. It's this... It's this devastation. It's a funeral in some ways. It's the closing of a chapter, the tragic closing of a chapter of a beloved character, character that, of course, as everyone knows, ad nauseum, that's close to my heart, Ellen Ripley. And why Alien 3 is such an amazing film, but also so difficult to engage with. But at the same time, we are we are here to celebrate the film. We're here to celebrate it. We're here to discuss it and discuss our feelings around it, like not like our feelings around it, but like, no, what did people know before they even saw it going in? Did they know that Ripley died? Did they know that Hicks and Newt were dead? Um, what's their trepidation? I know you and I discussed the difficulty of watching that film. As m- much as I love it, I don't watch Alien 3 very often because it's so hard to watch. To see this character lose everything and fall apart and then towards the end she kind of comes back to herself a little bit um before she ultimately sacrifices herself for the common good um but that's a tough journey to go on certainly in an environment this time where people don't have her back um historically with ripley she's on the nostromo and things are going crazy but everyone has each other's back no one's there except for maybe ash obviously but no one's there to harm ripley aliens same thing she might not agree with what's going on. She not, might not agree with the tactics, but everyone's there to support each other. In Alien 3... Except for Burke. Yeah. In Alien 3, she's thrown into this community of prisoners who hate her as, for, from the outset, who don't want her there, who look at her as an object, who look at her as a piece of meat. They don't not just not see her as an as not an equal they see her as trash what are you doing here why she's the alien amongst them she's the threat first right away she's the threat and that's a very different position for ripley to ever have been in and so i'm interested in exploring that and exploring the story of this really incredible character through that lens um 
because I don't think the film needs to be defended anymore, but I definitely think it it needs further discussion. So I'm happy to have those discussions. Once Alien Day kicks off, I mean, it's going to kick off our bit of an ongoing Alien 3 coverage, and that might last until maybe, I don't know, to the end of the summer. We're not really sure, but it's time, and uh, our fans are ready for us to talk about it, so I am too. It is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just for the record, the 25th anniversary of Alien Resurrection. So <laughs> there is there is some anniversary in there, and we are not talking about that one. <laughs> no, uh, no I, I'm, I'm tremendously excited. And, you know, honestly, the Sarah Welch Larson show, prepping for that by reading the book, but also just discussing it with her when she was on, it even reinvigorated me. I was already really excited to re-engage with it, but talking it through with her, it just brought new illumination to things that I hadn't even considered, honestly, especially about the prisoners and about mm-hmm. who they are vis-a-vis mm-hmm. the story. Like, I, just really interesting perspective. So again, check out that interview, but also join us. There's a lot to talk about with this movie that continues to be a dark, shining uh, ray of I don't know what, but something very, very complex. Yes. And it's a movie that people are like, yeah, man, it's good, but I fuck that movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like, oh, it's good. But like, I don't know when I'm going to watch it again. And I want to talk about that. But also one thing that we're going to talk about, which we have never talked about on this show, period, is the archetype of fatherhood. The the, Not just fatherhood, but the archetype of the like Dallas and Hicks and Clemens, these men that are written that are in some ways diametrically opposite of Ripley Um, and really getting into that who and how these characters were written and how strong they are in their uh, in them being not stereotypically male. So I'm excited to have that. I mean, that might certainly be a a little bit of a mini series because it's going to um, include characters from other films, um, which who knows, we might include a character from alien resurrection off the bat. I don't know who that would be. So maybe not. <laughs> Johnner, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm just really excited to come at this in a new way and uh, not dis- not talk about this in, in ways that we have before to make it exciting and interesting. And I think it will be. Yeah, totally. And then just closing out here, we have also an interview that Christian conducted on his own. So well done, Christian, with the founder of Alien Day, Ilaric Han who is uh, a figure in fandom communities and he was you know willing to come on and talk uh, to us about that be a Christian so we're really excited I haven't listened to it yet it just happened last night but I'm really excited to see how that went and to learn how this you know annual tradition started but also to hopefully unpack a little bit of why it seems to have been abandoned mostly by Disney and where mm-hmm. we sit with that you know we're mm-hmm. in this continual process of wondering why various announcements aren't just held off on for three or four weeks for alien day whether it be the hulu series you know getting more information on that whether it be fede alvarez's new film that's going to be airing on hulu as well the new prime you know, that one was, figure that just was dropped yeah, the yesterday figure, like, like, just there's announcements all weeks. the time Right, yeah. right. So so that's something that I think will be interesting to unpack some of that on Alien Day. And of course, as we always do, at the end of the day, we will have, you know, a coming together of everybody who's available. It's always Jamie's dad's birthday. So that's, you know, gets somewhat in the way of that sometimes for Jamie, but I'll definitely be there. I'm sure he'll be there for part of it to just talk with the community and to talk with various perfect organism staff about the significance of this day about what people picked up a lot of us like to blow some money on Alien Day. So it'll be interesting to see what people get. And, uh, and just to reflect on this moment in the community. And, you know, I was looking back at the last two years of Alien Day for us. And, you know, you look back at the 2020 edition, which we called the ICC quarantine edition. Mm-hmm. That was like a, 
it's such a beacon of light. I don't know I'm, I'm using the beacon metaphor a lot today, but I'll stick with it because it was at a time where most of us were completely isolated. We weren't even leaving our houses. It was just, you know, crazy, crazy, crazy. And then last year we had this wonderful celebratory feeling of the springtime coming and not knowing about all of the waves that awaited us. But here we are again doing another, you know, quote unquote, quarantine edition alien day. And things do feel fundamentally different and fundamentally better to me. And I think to a lot of us. And, uh, and so hopefully this is the last one we'll have where we'll have to even make mention of COVID at all, but also the last one we'll have without also having an announcement of some kind about a live event, because that's something that we really want to get moving on. And it's something that uh, I think we are in a place where we're probably almost ready to. So that's, that's exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. I can't really, I can't wait to plan that a little bit more. We're not sure how we want to do this. Uh, we speculate that the Alvarez film will be out either by the end of the year or maybe the beginning of next year via Hulu. A live event around that might be interesting. We're kind of talking about what we want to do. Also, I wanted to throw in, we're going to do a, a giveaway, a t-shirt giveaway via TeePublic um, during that last live roundtable that we're going to broadcast via Facebook. So TeePublic uh, has said that they're going to help us and they're going to send these shirts to whoever wins and they're going to be the Alien 3 design, so a shirt or whatever you want, essentially. Um, and so I'm excited about that. And yeah, I, I think it's going to be a blast. Uh, Alien Day is a favorite. It's one of my favorite days of the year, not just because it's Alien Day, but again, it is my dad's birthday. But my dad also in, introduced me to this IP. I thank him for that i love sci-fi because he loves sci-fi and uh it's just a great day to celebrate my love of sci-fi through alien and my dad so yeah and it's also andy's husband's birthday so uh happy early birthday to fred as well Indeed. and uh and it's just yeah it's a very special very special day for all of us so we look forward to celebrating with you all uh, in just a couple of weeks by the time you're hearing this and we'll see you then yeah thanks for listening everyone For more on Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast, please visit perfectorganism.com. Perfect Organism is available for listen or download through Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. If you'd like to support the show, please visit perfectorganism.com forward slash support. Thank you.